I'm Ben Clunt. And I'm Stephen Brown. We're two entrepreneurial professionals based in Spokane, Washington. Join us on our journey to make 2019 the most prosperous of our lives. We'll bear all as we strive to improve all aspects of our business and our health and fitness, as well as our relationships personally and professionally. We aim to offer impactful insight into our business and personal lives. We'll share the good, the bad, and the ugly throughout our journey. With the ultimate goal of our business and fitness being in the best shape of our lives at the close of 2019. You are listening to the Ordinary to Extraordinary Podcast. To someone mm-hmm. recently at a public spot who got divorced from her spouse mm-hmm. and uh, we happen to know her spouse better than her and she sent me a message basically just saying thank you for coming up and acknowledging me and like I feel like so many people lately uh, have not acknowledged me after the divorce and just kind of like assume you know the scarlet letter type thing I'm not, I can't tell you who it is, but, and, uh, so she just sent a letter just saying thanks for, I mean, making me feel like a human, you know, and realizing that, yeah, we all sin and all screw up. And I was like, Hey, no, I don't think any of us are perfect. No one's going to pretend. I mean, some people might pretend to be perfect, but then they're, they're wrong. Yeah. (laughs) They're not perfect. No, nobody's perfect. So people make silly mistakes and sometimes you got to meet them where they're at and give them the grace that they they probably need more Every, than they everybody want. at some point in your life is going to need grace right mm-hmm. it's like so it's like so we're going to be the assholes that withhold it from people just because we mm-hmm. think we're all high and mighty but then we want it later did you get a new watch nope i've had this watch for five six years i like it yeah thanks you don't wear it very often do you uh, uh probably a couple times a week yeah i've never noticed it yep i like it i like it too i got it at an auction at youth for christ Oh. I didn't even know what I was bidding on from the distance. And I was like, wow, luckily that's actually a good looking watch. What make is it? Citizen. Hmm. All right. But well, we're recording. Yeah. An accountability <clears throat> update. We haven't recorded an accountability in like two weeks almost because we two turned weeks. that last one quick. Yeah, we, we do one every other week, yeah. Yeah. So it feels like sometimes it feels like a long time. I mean, there's a lot that's happened in this two week period of time. Yeah. Because have we recorded since you got back from California? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we recorded right after. And so, and then I left. And then you left. For you went to California. the same place I was in, yeah, basically. I, I, yeah, you and I switched places. You came back, we recorded, and then I went down there for a work conference. It would have been to, cool if we could have coordinated to be there at a similar oh, time. that would have been cool. Record on the beach, just set up, a, bring a generator. What the hell we're recording on the beach? I just want to be on the beach. <laughs> just have our phone out and record there. It was a beautiful spot, man. That's such a nice area, that Laguna, Dana Point area. I could live in Laguna. Oh, I, I could too if I had the money for it. We're looking at like, oh, a, little, it. a little chateau, a little place, a little two-bedroom, three-bedroom townhouse is $4 million. Okay. I'm working on it. You're working on it? Well, you better work hard, buddy. Work hard. You playing the lotto? <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? What, what are you, you dealing on the side? What are you? Just trust me. I'll have a place in Laguna Beach at some point. It's on a recording now. That's pretty brave. I like it down there. I like San Clemente. We went there. And I like just like the realness of it. It was a little more laid back feeling than Laguna. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. Beachy. There was just 
something about that little beach side town and the houses up on the hills and the little coves there with the oh, perfect beautiful. sand. And yeah, everything's perfect. That's just it. It's yeah, just, just pristine. Too perfect. Oh, I love it. I like a little grunge, which I, I know is it. funny. You and I reverting on this a little bit. I like a little, yeah, a little just realness, but. Well, where should we start today, Ben? I know you've got something that you want to discuss. I brought something, but we can we can you know just shoot the shit for a little bit and then then I'll bring it up. But as far as uh, you were the first person, I swear. Today. Ah, oh, shit! Now you've done it twice. Oh no! And I haven't done it once. Is it, so you're going to try to like not swear at all on this one? Is that the, your thing? Well, I think the one we released this week with Mike Roth. Can we talk about that for a second? It, it just yeah, went was, live today yeah, yeah. as we're recording this. That was our first podcast ever where we had zero swear words. That's what I was like. I thought I said a sweary word. You said damn, but that's not a swear word. That's <laughs> What qualifies as a swear word, Stephen, then? Like what? F word, S word. What was that? That was them moving the desk. They're rearranging. The, the W word talking about women, the B word talking about women, the D word talking about men. C word. The C word's definitely a sweary word. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we've said the C word. No, that isn't one I don't think we'll probably say ever. That's a naughty word. <laughs> it's a naughty word. But I think we've gotten much more comfortable here where I think initially we were scared to swear and it's like, nah, if it's natural, as long as it's not over the top and you're not just Well, you get those people, yeah, that drop the F-bomb every other word. It's like, what was the point of that? Like, why are you dropping the F-bomb every other word just for the sake? So you're just in, putting it, inserting it wherever you can. Yeah, I think there's also a certain um, amount of, when you swear... As long as it's for emphasis and it's the exception. I used to say this when I was coaching, and that's probably a good thing I'm not coaching anymore because I'm about to throw myself under the bus. <laughs> but every now and again, I'd drop a swear word, but it was very, very rare. And that's a no-no in coaching? For emphasis. Well, when you're coaching, mostly when I was coaching older girls and boys, so 15 to 18. Okay, so. You know, and, and anger as well. I always found that anger was only a motivator when it was very, very rare for you to seem angry. Yeah, um, yeah. Or disappoint. You know, if you're always disappointed in them, it's not a motivating factor. But if you're like, look, I'm not angry, I'm disappointed in you guys. Like, I know you're better than this. Like, that sometimes just saying those things, yeah, was was the ultimate motivator. But it had to be the exception. It's like a cut right to the just heart there. But yeah, how's work been the last two weeks? Uh, well, you just saw a post on the. Uh, no, you saw me post it's our entire story. team one last month, which is kind of unheard of. Everybody yeah. got to where they had to be. So there's it hit their goals for the month. There's myself and another guy who are kind of the uh, a couple of them that are kind of the uh, poster children for consistency. Always there month after month after month after month, and then there's some that are kind of up and down and in and out. And but yeah, last month the whole team won, so 100% wins. Uh, That's pretty sweet. And now we do our diamond conferences in March. And this year it's in Louisville, Kentucky. Kentucky. Drink a little bourbon. Go see the Muhammad Ali monuments and museums and Louisville sluggers and all that fun stuff Um, well the reason we go there is our uh, service centre is right across the river there in Indiana so we can go visit them and see some people I thought that didn't suck to go drink some bourbon no sounds um, like a good time so now our focus as a team is to get everybody to the Diamond Conference which is going to take some work yeah. I'll, I'll be there Bradley will be there to qualify um, to yeah do that? basically it's a six month qualification period you have to hit certain standards for and then they'll look after you and give you swag and That'll be sweet. all the rest of it so yeah it'll be fun it's like a four day trip all expenses paid Heartland really 
floats the boat out and looks after us as well. So cool. five star hotels and all the rest of it. Oh, you fancy! So I was in Denver this year for it. If you remember, back to mm-hmm. back to March. Was that the place where it was like the looked like the Swiss Alps on the side of a mountain? That resort that you stayed at, or something yeah, like that. The Gaylord Resort. The Gaylord. Gaylord Rockies. But very nice. So so work's going good. good. Uh, I got the year mapped out to where everything's going to be really good from a number standpoint. Launching into 29, 20, oh, 2020, Jesus. Um, <laughs> twenty twenty on the front foot as well. Twenty twenty time for new money. Yeah, I need a haircut. I've not had my haircut for over a month, and I'm an every two week person, and I have so much hair right now. I don't know what to do with it. It looks so good. I mean, it's not too bad. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't like it this long. So yeah, there's work, fitness stuff. The gym was a slog this morning felt good my shoulder hasn't been hurting um but it was struggle yeah it just wasn't really it was really busy so every time i wanted to use a piece of equipment uh, it felt like somebody was on it so i had to modify my plan and that just lauren's been saying me. that that seems like at 5 a.m she goes it, it's, it's busier 5 to six fifteen is just chaos just now and then yeah. 6 15 on is kind of quieter but i don't like going that late i think i don't know it's just the the pre-january january It'll all be back to normal soon. <laughs> Everyone's getting skinny for the holidays. Get yeah. fat again. Get skinny again. Mm-hmm. Get, yeah. Well, you know that, that's how it works. How stuff? Talk to me about work. Look at you. You even asked about it. I was going to say how stuff going with uh, the listening and being intentional with that stuff. But but I'll answer your question. Then we'll get back to that because that'll all right. That. Uh, work's been fine. It's slow right now for whatever reason, if I'm being honest a little bit. I don't know if it's just a time, you know, people are enjoying fall or or what's going on. It's it's not busy. It's not terribly slow. Some days are steady. Some days are busy. And some days are slow. But uh, it just kind of depends on the day. Some days it's like, man, I'm going to have to do some calls today. Like, I've got no, nothing happening today. No meetings are on the agenda. Maybe a lunch meeting set, and that's about it. But I like... I was telling somebody that I said I would love my days to be like 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. It's booked, it's structured. Because when the structure falls apart for me, it's like I, I have no motivation to do much of anything. Laura and I were talking about this yesterday. It's like it's so much easier for me to work out and to do calls and to do the things I'm supposed to do when I'm busy than when I'm slow. Right? It's like well, you got all the time to go and do this. It's like and all of my energy is gone and I can can't force myself to do something mm-hmm. when it's slow. So it's like I'm excited for it to just get busy again here, which we'll see. I mean, so is there a certain part of that that you can make it busy? Well, n- yes and no. I mean, not productive busy, right? Because, I mean, the idea with being busy is like you want to be busy every day having new client meetings and bringing new people on, right? And in- increasing revenues, doing face-to-face meetings with your clients to make sure that their planning is taken care of, all those types of meetings. The planning meetings with your existing client base, yeah, you can obviously schedule your, I mean, your scheduling, your reviews, your, 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 your checking up on them, doing phone calls and seeing how things are going, all that type of stuff. But the new client ones are different, right? That's all referral-based. So, yeah. and it's, you know, you're going out there and you're trying to stay in front of your, your centers of influence, as I've heard me say a thousand times in your referral base and you're doing lunches with them and coffees and happy hours and catching up on life and seeing how they're doing updating them on different changes in the market and things like that but you're studying the markets is another big part of our job but so i remember i gave you a piece of advice a suggestion 
And at the time, it was right here in this room. Yeah, I've got, half, got it written down on my ago, sticky note. The suggestion was... Call your clients. That, no, no, no. You go back to somebody you signed up three or four months ago or a year ago or six well, that's months that's a different ago, one. Somebody okay. that's really happy and you ask them for referrals. Oh, yeah. Have you tried that? And we do that. Yeah. No, I do that. Like, um, who do you know that I need to know? Who do you know that can benefit from what we've done for you? Yeah, and, and then a lot of the time it's, can you do an email introduction or can you... Uh, invite them to the next event because mm-hmm. the events are a nice easy way and we've got events coming up like right? we'll, we'll get into a time of year that'll get a little busier with the holidays and yeah and i keep good track of people so if they've brought someone to an event we'll say you come and you bring someone to an event or you do an email introduction for me i keep that all on an excel spreadsheet like who the person is who they were referred by what their asset base was last time we met did we lose sound quality no, I was going to tell you to write something down so that I can give you a referral name at the end of this. I just thought of one that I was talking to the other day. Okay, I'll write this down. Stephen, <laughs> referral name. The cool part is, so I have brought in new money. I'm, right now, I think I'm like, in, there's the owners of 10 Capital, and then I think I'm in third place in terms of new money. Mm-hmm. So it's like of the non-ownership group, I'm the, I'm the person bringing in the most amount of money right now. Yeah. at the firm which is awesome uh and and, and i you know i always have <laughs> kind of high goals mm-hmm. for myself and you know you want to try and hit those so i'm working hard to do that but uh great year in the markets so that has helped from a pay standpoint and the money i brought out i think it's like over a 30 percent pay raise this year i was so going to ask if you give because the way i ca- calculate it in my head chicken scratch what you said you were going to do versus what you've done i was going to ask if it was a, a third of a pay raise basically is what you've given yourself this year which yeah you said 30 percent. yeah it's almost right it's about money. a third yeah so that's so, awesome uh yeah Congrats. if i could keep that up every year <laughs> that'd be a little crazy 30 no. percent increase in pay every year so yeah, no there's it was going to be years year. where the market isn't as good and you won't be able to do that so no in in um, the, the idea is right if the market drops and Hopefully, the amount of money I bring in helps alleviate some of the losses in the market to at least stabilize the pay in that year. Like, it definitely, I mean, I, my 2017 versus 2018 pay was almost the same yeah. because of the market was flat, actually, while well, it was down well, in 2018. Yeah, the Fed just keeps on dropping these interest rates, though, and that helps you guys. And then eventually it's going to stop and bonds mm-hmm. are going to come into play. And It depends on the market, right? Yeah. That you're looking at. But, and then, uh, I've just been having kind of fun with the family and uh, made a spontaneous decision over the weekend. We're going to go to Walla Walla next weekend just for the kicks and giggles, see some friends. That's Drink their some birthday. Wine. Drink some wine, get a babysitter, go out with them one night. We have friends that live in Walla Walla. Nice. So we're like, what the heck? We don't have anything going on. We might as well drive down to Walla Walla for the weekend. Only a couple hours away. Yeah, it's a few hours away. We'll do it during the nap. It'll be great timing. So no, looking forward to that, having some fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, no complaints life-wise. Good. But well, so back to oh, but working out, I'm struggling working out. Yeah, I'm struggling I, I working so. out. You've been sending me the odd picture here and there, but I know you're not doing it consistently right now. No, no, for being honest, I'm not not Water doing it consistently. Well, she's doing it about as, as consistently as I am. Hmm. She's, I mean, she gets up early and she's there. So she's a machine in the gym, dude. I, I'm trying to uh, try out this lab i want to try the lab that you were talking about the kind of it's like okay i've been doing some running i do the weights when i go in like mm-hmm. i hit up the downtown move when i get a chance during the uh on wednesdays every wednesday is the downtown move mm-hmm. and then i'm running once or twice a week it seems like the last few weeks it's only the last couple of weeks that i've been struggling with it but 
I've been doing it every week. Yeah. I've been showing up every week. Good. Just not doing as hard or as many as I should be. Mm -hmm. Good. So accountability around that's good. But the thing is, like, if you remember this time last year, you weren't doing that. You weren't doing it even just a little bit. Yeah. So doing a little bit is better than doing nothing. You're yeah, still, it's a year of progress. You're in much better shape than you were at this time last year. Yeah. To the tune of, what, 25, 30 pounds? 25, probably. Yeah. yeah. And then get back on track and, ma- or, you know, calories, macros, whatever. Yeah. Sometimes we have to focus on the things we have done and the things we are doing. Yeah, versus what that. we're not. You know, and, and there's a there's a mindset thing there. There's all we can always be better. Yeah. But so talk to me about you said you were going to work on intentional listening. Yeah. Being off the phone. It's an ongoing. It's an ongoing thing. Yeah, but I mean, you um, feel. I mean, feel. Like I feel it's going like well. I'm making progress. Being I feel conscious of it. I'm very conscious of it. I have been vulnerable to certain people, including you. Yeah. Uh, I guess everybody apparently who listens on a to this podcast. Um, <laughs> but no, I've I've talked about my men's group, and I don't know how much your colleague Jake shares with you about. I actually, that. hadn't heard anything about. Them but I this shared week. it with those guys, and it's funny they're all married dudes. Yeah. And they kind of laughed at me, like, "Yep, we've all been through this, and we're here for you, dude, and we'll we'll help you, and we'll we'll try and you know guide you where we can." And I'm really enjoying that. I think it's something that when I first the men's group, I yeah. mean, when I first went into it, I had this mindset that it was going to be cheesy horseshit, basically. Like I'm going to sit around with a group of guys, get all kumbaya. And that's not what it is at all. Talk it's about really, Jesus. It's really, it's really raw. Yeah. It's there's a lot of vulnerability. One of the guys is a police officer. I won't say his name, but he basically came and shared with us what he'd been through that weekend, walking in and finding a kid hanging, and oh god, you know, and, and basically the kid that he found was the same age as his son. Oh. So you know, it's oh. it's it sounds kind of cheesy to a point, but being able to help a guy through that, being yeah. able to hey unload on it and. You know, I'm not crying and hugging and doing all no, that. No, but sometimes just mentally dumping just a, some of it. Yeah, a group of guys that, you know, you, you can't always lean on the people you want to lean on for some things, right? Mm-hmm. Especially something like that, like a police officer. Like, think how much terrible shit he sees on a day to day basis. Nope. Don't and then he to. has to go home to his family and live and, a normal life. We talk life. about how we cope and how we share and. So yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Very it's a good. really, really good group of dudes. I was thinking about that this morning. I was I should get a Northside one of those together. Yeah. Do like a Monday morning coffee mm-hmm. group or something like that with some guys up north. And I think so so I'm close with these guys now, right? Yeah. And I think it's important that it's not just a group of buddies. I think it has to be people from sort of different walks of lives and you become buddies and your friends and your But y'all are kind of but from similar walks of life too. Yeah. Like even Jake was talking about it. He's like what I like about it is a lot of them are from a similar walk of life, be it uh, you know they've got they're similar age. You guys are all fairly close in age. You're not mm-hmm. like twenty years apart. I don't think. I think most of you're within ten years of each other, one way or the other. Yeah. And then all of you are professionals for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. Similar socioeconomics and everything. So it's like you you're going to str- struggle with some of the similar things. Family, kids. A lot of them have kids. It sounds yeah. like so. So it's cool that a lot of you are very similar because it's like God, I've been there, man. I get what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And where somebody else might not if you're just entirely yeah. different. And the, the thing about it, to, to come back to your original question, I feel like we tangent, went we way off on a tangent there. Of course. I am very aware, I think I'm very aware of being actively listening and not trailing off. I've done it. I know I've done it. 
it's and and I guess the the discussion that I need to have with some people is that look while it's immature of me somewhat not to know when I do it there's also a certain element that if I don't realize I'm doing it then check me right I need someone to check me that's accountability yeah and it's not even like in an abusive way like I think the way I worded it at first was hey dickhead you're doing it again Mm -hmm. and that's not what I'm looking for I'm looking for I was telling a story can I finish yeah I'm sorry that's I mean that's how it will go it'll be like yeah I'm sorry I didn't even realize I did it there but I think when you do get checked you realize what your mindset was you know the situation you're aware of it but what I'm hoping people don't do is kind of internalize it and carry it forward and then let everything boil over and all of a sudden like, you mean get mad at you or something like, yeah, you don't even I'm, pay attention to me like, yeah. well, well, if I don't know then I need to know right yep. you can only fix what you know you're. and I'm a I don't know that you would have had me say this a year ago so look at this and take this and do with it what you will <laughs> I'm a highly flawed individual there's a lot that could and should be fixed but it's going to take time and it's going to take me working through some shit and yeah just that's constantly pretty, striving to be better know, that's this podcast has, an, it has been interesting just for some of the stuff like, I mean I know both of us have said things on here that we're like oh man I'm a little uncomfortable with what I just said like can we edit that out and we're like nope we're not editing it out it's like oh god are you, that's gonna go out there okay that's public now mm-hmm. but that's cool because I think it does make you more accessible right it makes us more accessible uh, that's good I'm glad you you feel yeah. that way but. I'm getting there you know if, if I can be better at the end of this year not just physically and not just professionally yeah you know I think there's there's huge parts of us that have benefited from this that have nothing to do with work Agreed. directly and nothing yeah. to do with fitness directly yeah you know just sitting with Mike Roth last week there was so many topics there to quiz him on on leadership on you know mentorship like how are we able to continue to offer that and develop that and bring new concepts next year with with amazing guests and Mm -hmm. yeah there's just so much there that we've we've been able well he might be someone we have back on i mean from a leadership standpoint but The, the the leadership element of this has been a huge huge thing for me and i really like it awesome well i'll now bring up the thing that i said i was reading today and so I'll also say this. It's like the last few weeks I've felt a little tired just in general, like just a constant state of tired. Uh-huh. And uh, not, and again, which is kind of funny, right? Because it's like I haven't been slammed at work. So it's like, why do you feel so tired? Like I could, I didn't really have an answer. For it's yep. like, I guess I'm just, I, I feel more tired when I'm slow than when I'm busy. I get energized by being busy, not by being slow. I feel absolutely drained if I have to sit just at my desk for an hour or two. Like mm-hmm. it kills me. And so I, I've, ran across this article and you and I chatted a little bit about it before and it was basically the title of it is the fastest way to be more productive is to slow down right and I think I have a desire to be constantly like productive or like at least internally feel like I'm being productive even if it's leading to nothing right it's like the idea of just stopping and taking a break and doing that mental dump or Mm -hmm. just zoning out like we talked about right is not something that I do well because I want to feel like I'm being productive. Mm-hmm. Yet, I mean, I'll spin my wheels just trying to be busy, you know, and have it lead to something. And it's like, oh, man, you should just go walk around the block. You'd probably yeah. run into more people and you'd be more productive than sitting here trying to come up with lists of names of people to 
to call or you know looking through LinkedIn to see who's has a work anniversary or switch jobs, which are can be good and productive things. But after a while, it's like ooh. It's funny that I guess the Scandinavians call it Nixon, N-I-K-S-E-N. Yep, that's from this article. And I had never heard that name. I have never either. But I mentioned to you off air, I do it. <laughs> yeah. And people think I'm weird. Like people will walk in a room and I will have no electronics on, my phone's nowhere near, and I'm literally staring off into the distance. I'll might have the dog on my lap or something, but it's just how I wind down. It's just how I switch off or slow my brain down and I never used to do that when I wasn't sleeping right when I was overweight when I was not being productive in my previous job mm-hmm. I was getting shitloads of stuff done but I wasn't getting any closer to my goal of yeah. making Spokane soccer better I was just constantly busy right and I wasn't taking that time to shut down and stare off into the distance and it, it really is important sometimes to do absolutely nothing well and I think not just but we talk about making a habit of it, right? Like making a habit of that. Like, and I used to do this really well because I was like, I would be like, no, we're gonna take the long drive home. Like, and take a more scenic route, or mm-hmm. we're gonna, like, let's just go down the road for a coffee. Let's go grab a coffee. Like, it'll just take ten minutes, fifteen minutes, and just get out of the norm and break the routine, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like I'm like, wow. For the most part, I'm pretty habitual, pretty routine oriented, and that's not always fun, right? So some of these things that they're offering in here, I was like. These are things that I used to like actually do, but I haven't done in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I need to get back in the the habit or be a little better about that. Why don't you read off what the the five the tips four, are? Yeah, that's, I was going to. So yeah, we can get into that. So they they offer up some suggestions as far as things to do if you feel like you're not taking the time. You're feeling maybe burnout, anxiety, stress, whatever you want to call it. Some of the things that they offer up, you do is like, hey, instead of taking the latte to go order it there and sit down for 15 minutes and just sit and look around and enjoy the your coffee hold on to that. it and just watch the world go by for 15 minutes and uh i that i'm like yeah i should just go do that and then instead of using a, a screen or something like that wow you just get a pen and paper <laughs> i just flip somebody <laughs> off who's outside <laughs> it's actually steven's girlfriend but uh, wow. <laughs> I'm just saying she's number one. <laughs> but that's how my family says hello. But you're going to text her right now, aren't you? Nope. Oh, you're just doing that screen thing again? Doing that screen thing again. But um, one of them is go old school with pad and paper, pad and pen. So instead of uh, feeling like you're on your phone because you get distracted when push notification comes through or something like that, like just having that mental dump on to, you know, get your old number two pencil out and ticonderoga baby best pencil out there and start writing down your thoughts and feelings and things on a pad of paper mm-hmm. another one was to schedule a time to do nothing number so if you really truly are busy time blocking that 15 minute period of time where you're like nobody touch me don't look at me leave me alone i just need 15 minutes of quiet and like close the laptop put the phone on do not disturb and get that 15 minutes. Another one was change your environment, right? Sometimes instead of, and I, this is one that I definitely could do, I've talked about it. It's like sometimes I come into the office and I just feel like my creative juices are shot. Like they go away. The floor, mm-hmm. the lights, the gray walls, everything just like is not conducive in my, it, to me always. So sometimes I'm like, I'm going to answer emails from home. 
or a coffee shop or go to a coffee shop right around the corner go to yeah. Indaba you know there's people in and out of there all the time yeah you might be able to set a few appointments just being there and saying hi to everybody yeah. sit at the counter just getting out of the office changing your environment they say and what that does for your psyche mm-hmm. uh, one of them is engage in activities that invite you to participate at a slower uh, slower pace yeah, yeah maybe speak in English Ben that'd be a good one <laughs> it's easy for you to say <laughs> <laughs> but True, thank you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. some of them they talk about is instead of Netflix and chill, maybe just quiet meditation. Mm-hmm. You know, just doing things that aren't stimulating. Can I jump in on that? Yeah, go ahead. I think a lot of people think meditation has to be this sitting with your palms facing up yeah, and your legs um, crossed and all that bullshit. <laughs> and honestly, for some people, that is what it is. For other people, it's just sitting, doing nothing, trying to clear your mind. And it's hard at first, but there's apps to help you do it with like soft noise in the background. Mm-hmm. There's ways that you can, I mean, the secret is to not lay down. It's to be sitting, eyes shut. There's there's ton, and Hal Elrod talks about this in The Miracle Morning, that book that I've recommended yeah, to you. Yeah, we got to Brooke. Yeah. Um, and, and we gave it to Brooke Baker Spink after she was on here. Meditation for some people lasts for 10 seconds and for other people it lasts for 10, 15, 20 minutes. And maybe you do it multiple times throughout the day. Yeah, and if it's just a case of clearing your mind for a little bit of time, then so be it. It doesn't have to be all this um, essential oils and bullshit and yoga and it's just sitting there. And <laughs> or it could not be the, Not that yoga is bullshit. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not all this bare feet and nonsense. Yeah. The this last one I think is probably the biggest one. It says lose the guilt. Yeah. And lose the guilt of slowing down, right? And then when I told you like I forgot this is actually the last one too. So that's what makes it even funnier because I feel constantly guilty when I'm not busy and it just drains on me and makes me stressed out when I'm not busy. So it's like lose the guilt of that and just relax and be in the moment every once in a while. It's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. that is so freaking hard to do." lose the guilt oh well it's it's funny and i've talked about this when people the i call them the must be nice brigade right yeah the people that will see me in california will see me playing golf in the summer or at jack and dan's at two o'clock on a friday afternoon having a beer with a referral partner somebody that i do work with right oh it must be nice do you ever work i get that one a lot like when do you actually work and I'm like, I'm constantly working. I'm constantly cultivating opportunities. I'm constantly thinking about the next opportunity and how to cultivate mm-hmm. it and what mm-hmm. can I do. And it used to upset me. I've even mentioned it on here. Yeah. Like people can really get under my must skin. Must be nice. Must be nice. And it's like, yeah. What was the other one we talked about? It is nice. It is nice. Because <laughs> guess what? These moments where I, I seem like I'm relaxed, I am relaxed because I've worked so hard that I've earned it. I've worked so hard that... I get to knock off early on a Friday. Mm-hmm. I get to bugger off for a week without taking any PTO because guess what? I, don't I, have only, it. I only get paid when I'm working. I only get paid when I'm bringing money in. I think losing the guilt is a huge one. Yeah, I think it's probably the one. biggest. Like, especially in the, in the walk of life that you and I are in. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's suggesting that at 10 o'clock on a Monday morning when you're supposed to be hitting a deadline that you sit and do nothing. Yeah. No. What we're saying is that appropriately make time and space for yourself to 
do nothing and don't feel bad about it. And if that's on a Friday night when all your friends want to go to the bar and you're like, no, I'm going to take some time to myself. Well, how much more productive are are these are ordering that latte and just relaxing for 15 minutes and scheduling time to do nothing on purpose those times are going to be so much more productive mm-hmm. when you don't feel guilty about it right because if you're just sitting there and this guilt is just festering yeah as you're sitting there watching people go by like oh my gosh they're getting their coffee they're going to work i should get my coffee and go to work i need to go work i mean i need to work i need to get some business and i gotta go i gotta go I gotta, it's like that doesn't help was that english there so I would add one more thing that isn't on your list there. Okay. And I think this is solid advice regardless of who you are, what you do, and how you do it. I was talking to one of our mutual friends, Adam, this morning. He texted me, just reaching out, saying he wasn't at the gym this morning, so didn't get a chance to chat with him this morning. And we shot some stuff back and forth. He was actually asking me if we got Hubert's wine moved and everything on Friday yeah. night. And mentioned that his wife got called in to work early and he was still awake at four because it's just after daylight savings so everybody's awake an hour early right your circadian rhythm should wake you up an hour earlier than you have been or it should feel a little easier to get up at least i don't know if it did or it didn't for no. you yeah i was awake at three thirty this morning i slept um, like crap though so i'm going to interrupt my story i just got on my watch tell ben middle finger uh. <laughs> <laughs> And letting me know that she's leaving. Uh, yeah, thanks for that, Ben. Anyway, <laughs> so we were talking and he mentioned that wifey went to work, so he watched all of the morning news. And the first thing first thing I text back to him was, dude, don't watch the news. I would add that to that. Yeah. Purge your life of news, whether that be on the Facebook, on the Twitter, on the Instagram, or if you're sitting down in the mornings or in the evenings and watching the news, quit that shit. Mm. That's not good for anybody. Mm-mm. Nobody's reporting good things. They, I mean, you're getting stuff reported that is so negative that doesn't need to be mm-hmm. in the news. You're giving airtime mm-hmm. to scumbags. And if you don't pay any attention mm-hmm. to it, your life's going to be much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're over there just making all Preach these noises. Mm. But no, I, do, I don't believe true. in watching the news. I don't either. I tell my clients not to watch the news. It's like they're paid <laughs> to get eyes. Yeah, they're not paid to tell you the truth. They're paid to get eyes, to get ad dollars coming through, and they do that by putting out big bold headlines that aren't necessarily factual. Exactly. They will sensationalize things. They will make a salacious angle when there isn't a salacious angle to be made. Yeah, the amount of actual news versus speculation—you're literally watching morons who are less educated and less intelligent than you usually give an opinion. I don't even know. They're reading from a teleprompter. Why the fuck? Excuse my language. Naughty word. Why in the name of fuck would anybody want to watch that? I don't know. I will admit to watching Sports Center and watching uh, or listening to to sports radio, but even quite often when I'm listening to sports radio, I get agitated at the negativity and how sensationalized a lot of the things are like, oh, Tom Brady left through a different door last night. Does that mean he's angry at Bill Belichick? Yeah. No, he left through a different door because he's at a different stadium, you clown. (laughs) (laughs) They're not getting along. So, yeah. Are they on the fritz? I know that seemed really preachy, but I I cannot say enough. If you're watching the news, cut it out your life for a week and see how much happier you feel after a week. Anything you need to know about, you're going to hear about. Someone else mm-hmm. is going to talk about it. And then if you want to go and read about it, you can do that. Now, I'm not saying cut out newspapers. Notice I didn't say cut out newspapers. I said stop 
watching the news. Yeah. What I was going to say about this whole thing that I was thinking it could be interesting to incorporate is we focused a lot this year on our physical health and also our business health. And we talked about multiple types of goals that we had, you know, personal goals, business goals, health goals. And we had really good answers for health goals and business goals, but not for personal goals, which is interesting that we struggled on personal goals. And I'll say at least me struggling with the, the you know, the mental rest, mental health side mm-hmm. of this, right? So, so it'd be interesting, really, if we're talking about personal goals and leadership and it'd be like incorporating a routine of having positive mental health in 2020. What are the things that people are doing or practicing to have strong mental health in 2020? Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I yeah. think it's one of the least publicized and least sexy issues for people mm-hmm. to talk about. And it's so prevalent everywhere. But you think about it, it also goes with what we talked about this year. Physical health, how many people that are peak physical fitness have incredible mental anguish issues? Like they have, they're struggling. Mm-hmm. And then also from a business standpoint, oh man, people that are high producers, their mental issue, I mean, I think they all struggle to some degree with mental health. I agree. And there's age old question, right? Why, why, not, why not take the time to set your priorities? Mm-hmm. So you're a high producer, like you said. And you make X amount of dollars a year. Do you need X amount of dollars a year to be happy? If you cut back a couple hours a day, are you still going to be happy, healthy, and comfortable? And is your mental health going to be better? Yeah. Are you taking the time to spend time with family? Did they know their love? Do you get it reciprocated? Are they? Can you imagine being that high producer that never gets time to spend with his kids? Or her kids. Yeah, it's like the stereotypical terrible father thing. It's like, oh. You think you have to work till 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night just to meet deadlines. And then you go home and your spouse is there waiting on you and you're just short with them. You're in bed in a half an hour and you're up and out ready to do it again the next day. That's not all. That, that's what we call the rat race. That's what, that's what you don't want. I don't ever want that in my life. Work-life balance is over-publicized and over-preached and you've got clowns on Instagram pretending that they drive Lamborghinis and they've got a work-life balance. And Comparison isn't always good. The thief so of joy. Look, look, look at those people and, and be like, okay, you've got to take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. But there mm-hmm. are truly happy people that you see work hard, play hard, have balance with their family, have balance with their friends, spend time away from their spouse, which is another thing that I think from a mental health standpoint, and I know I'm the single guy saying this, and people (laughs) might think that this is a terrible thing to say, it's okay to spend a weekend away. It's okay for you and I to go for a beer and for Lauren not to worry that you're doing anything crazy or Jenna not to worry that I'm doing You know, it's just, hey, we can do that. And everybody needs that. Everybody needs different silos in their life and they all have to be looked after as much as the other ones. Part of that goes back to that mental health thing, right? Laura and I talked about this. If you're worried about your spouse going out for a drink, there's obviously some insecurity issues there, which mm-hmm. are part of mental health. Yeah. You know. So no, I, I, I would like to have... We, that's something we probably discussed. Yeah. I would like to have a mental health counselor or someone on maybe... Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, um, the people know, next door or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we've got plenty of people... Productivity coaches, like having someone who's mental health counselor and a productivity type coach, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, that would be kind of cool to in- incorporate exactly. that too. And, and, and I like that type of stuff. I think it's cool. I've said to you very many times, I, I don't know what I did before this podcast, but this weekly recording... 
whether I'm having the best day of my life or the worst day of my life, it's just nice to have that weekly therapy session. That's kind of that, this that. is what it feels like. And people listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So we, we kind of dragged that out. I didn't know we were going to talk about that for that long. Yeah. So where um, are we at time-wise? Uh, it doesn't matter. We, we can almost be done. I was going to say, I don't but have anything else. I thought that was kind of productive. So I do have... I'll go take couple, 15 minutes to do mental health stuff now. Yeah, I do have a couple more things I'd like to throw out. Oh, oh, oh. Um, throw at me, like literal or metaphorical? Yeah. I want to throw down the gauntlet. Oh, jeez. To both of us. Oh, jeez. I want to have our next 10 guests written down and somewhat lined up by the next accountability update. You do realize that takes us into the next year in terms of our yeah. different changing topics. By the next accountability update, you but want 10 remember, guests lined up. We do two accountability so updates in a month. and two, two topics or interviews a month. So that would take us into February-ish if we're planning for next year. Oh, and we have a cool interview next week. Tim Shustoff, who works for Learfield and Sports, Sports Market, and so he sells uh, advertising for all of the local colleges and some professional teams and really cool dude and he's also been through a weight loss journey he's about 40 pounds yeah down. he's looking good yeah he, he he got big there was a point where i was worried about him i sent him a message saying hey dude your heart rate's way too high there I'm like are you okay because <laughs> he was posting his workouts online and uh we'll talk to him about it he yeah. said he's just done his body scan stuff so we can compare oh, ours interesting. to his I'm probably I'm down since we did it with Rachel. I'm, I'm down probably not. <laughs> probably twelve or thirteen pounds. So I'd like to see if really? I'm at that fourteen, fifteen percent range. Yeah. So I might see if before we sit down with him, I can get in and see Rachel for ten minutes and do another scan. Yeah. Um, I, need to I could go with you, but mine's got my mine. I, we took the opposite approaches. Remember, she said do a, a month of binging, and then uh, we could. Do, I think I took the month of binging one. That's what I did. Yeah. I've just there's been a few days where. Um, I've, I've you were 50 50 because you had a couple of weeks where you ate garbage oh yeah, I mean, yeah i've been eating garbage but i've also been balancing it out with eating healthy and and really exercising but there's also been but this probably isn't a good thing there's also been some long i mentioned that when i was when i'm going through things yeah mentally mm-hmm. the first thing that goes is my appetite so you and weren't some, eating for a period, yeah. Sometimes my appetite goes for days on end, like two or three days, and all huh. I'll eat is a little snacky here and there, and I just don't feel hungry. So I, I can shift a lot of weight quickly. It's just not always the healthiest way to do it. Uh-huh. Um, and it's not a conscious thing. I'm not trying to do that. I just yeah. I, I, I feel nauseous when I've got a lot going on in my mind and I can't bring myself to eat. So, so 10 guests... Lined up and, interviews, and I mean yeah. collectively. So yeah, I get that. Not each. Um, I think we've got we've got a great guests to lean on, and we've also got a good network where mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. no reason why we shouldn't have more quality guests. I like it. And any others? Anything else? No, that's, that's it. the challenge. I think. No, that's definitely it. Okay. Cool. So, well, thank you guys for listening today. Ordinary to Extraordinary. We want you to rate us and review us if you haven't already on the iTunes. And we haven't asked for that in a while, so please. It it literally takes you a couple minutes to go and hit the amount of stars. If you want to rate someone, it may take you 30 seconds. You can Mm -hmm, talk about mm -hmm. how annoying our voices are. You can do what you You need to do. You can do that, yeah. Give us a review. Share us. And share us. Please. And check out our latest episodes. Yeah, there's some good um, ones. Some some of them are pretty good. 
All right. Well, until the next time, be good to yourselves and to each other. Boom. Now. Nah.